All right, in this episode, I have the pleasure of talking to Dr. Monica Vigella, ND. Dr. Monica Vigella is a naturopathic doctor. And we speak on everything from gut health to weight loss to thyroid problems, brain fog, and just overall health. And uh, as well as sleep, we talk about sleep and sleep hygiene and how all of this all comes back to gut health. And um, it's, a, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating subject. And I was very excited to get her on the show. So I thought you guys would really, uh, you know, learn a lot from it. And I certainly did. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. All right. Welcome to the Mark Carr Fitness Podcast with myself, Mark, right here in your corner discussing all things health and fitness. Hello, Dr. Monica. Yes, I'm here. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. So, uh, guys, I'm talking to Dr. Monica Vigella. And Dr. Monica is... uh, it's ND, actually, not MD. So that's, I'd let, can, I'd let you explain to the guys that, who you are and what you do, if you don't mind. Sure, yes. Um, thank you for having me on this podcast. I'm excited to be here. I'm Dr. Monica Vigella. I'm a naturopathic doctor. Um, so what that means is I went through eight years of schooling, four years of my undergraduate degree. I got a Bachelor of Science in Biology. And then I went to a four-year accredited naturopathic medical program where I learned about holistic health. And I've learned, um, I learned homeopathy, herbal medicine, um, and, you know, a lot of other things that I can't practice in the current state that I'm in now, such as acupuncture and spinal manipulation and things like that. But, um, I find success in just doing what I do <laughs> with Amazing. diet, lifestyle, nutrition, herbs, things like that. Yeah. It sounds fantastic. So that's a lot of study. How many years did you say? There's quite a few years. Yes, it was it was eight years of um of schooling. Wow. So I can imagine the work you do with with your patients are um I can imagine they get great benefits. Uh because you say it's holistic. So you're looking at working with people not just treating a cause but looking at the body as a whole and lifestyle and everything i guess is that right that's correct Mm -hmm. yeah wow so um i I think where i'd like to start the question first question i'd like to know more about is gut health because i've heard a lot about gut health recently um and you know uh, people talking about gut health and saying that you know everything starts from the gut um so what's your what you know what would you say especially for clients who are either you know that want to lose weight or need more energy uh you know or having well let's let's maybe just ask you about gut health to start with and then we can go into different areas you know sure Yes, yes, absolutely. That's kind of, I mean, it is the, not kind of, it is the core of where I start with a majority of my patients. Um, 
Because gut health is really the key to everything. Um, One of the analogies I like to make is imagine you buy this nice luxury car, whatever it is, you know, (laughs) Um, I won't go into brands or whatever, but you know, you get this nice luxury car you're not going to be putting regular fuel in this car. You're going to be putting that premium fuel because you know it's better for the engine. You know it's going to help this car last longer. It's going to make it work better. Uh You want that performance out of this car, correct? So imagine now your body as this luxury car. And if you're putting mediocre fuel into your body, you're going to get mediocre results, same yeah. thing. So that's where I kind of get with the, the gut health piece is your gut is your is your fuel, you know, the food you eat and, and your gut being able to digest that, that's your fuel. Um, and so that's where I really get into the gut health piece because we have a microbiome with yeah. bacteria. There's good bacteria and bad bacteria. Um, and you want to have more of the good ones. Um, so there's the mic- actually... Sorry, the microbiome is actually the the balance between the good and the bad bacteria. Is that right? Yes, yes. And so basically, we have more bacteria in our bodies than we do of our very own cells. So we actually have to keep the good bacteria happy (laughs) in order for us to be functioning well. Um, So feeding ourselves the right types of foods um, is so important in in gut health and, and overall wellness as far as weight loss and energy and inflammation. Interesting. So, so it, it comes down to what we eat, not, uh, uh, is this, so, so for instance, how do you tell, this is what I want to know. Do we start with the food or how do you tell if somebody has poor gut health? Can we self-diagnose or do we need to come to a doctor like you? Um, So sometimes, you know, symptomatically, you can tell with people because, you know, a lot of gas, bloating, stomach upset, sometimes pain, um, or even changes in bowel movements like constipation or diarrhea can Uh kind of be good indicators of, well, there may not be, something may not be right and something should be evaluated. And then at that point, if testing is necessary, we can do so. So IBS? IBS. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because that's quite a common, you know, that's quite a common thing. People suffer, you know, they say they've been diagnosed with IBS. Um, and so if if you don't have anything like that, say you, are, you know, for my, myself, for instance, I don't have, I don't really get bloated much. I don't have any sort of problems, you know, like that you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. How would I check? What would I need to do? You know, or do I not need to do anything? If I haven't got any symptoms, do I just need to make sure that I'm eating well? If you haven't gotten any symptoms, um, you know, generally speaking, like, you know, bloating and, and you know, diarrhea, constipation, those are common gut symptoms. But even people with inflammation or like, for example, you mentioned weight earlier, um, uh-huh. So like people who struggle to lose weight, that would still be an indicator of maybe we need to check out your gut, see what's going on in there. Uh, joint pains, um, you know, people who have maybe something along those lines, um, yeah. you know, this all kind of your health starts with 
your gut. So if you have any kind of issues in that regard, I mean, even, you know, blood pressure, cholesterol Uh issues, those types of things. So you don't necessarily have to have gut issues in order to know if you're having gut problems. (laughs) Wow, really? So uh, like even cholesterol and blood pressure can be caused by bad gut health, not just the food we eat. Wow, I didn't know that. That's really interesting. So, because a lot of people will then go on medication for cholesterol. You know, uh, the Mm -hmm. doctor, the regular doctor, you know, the GP will just prescribe, you know, blood pressure pills or cholesterol tablets, which which people have side effects to as well, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And unless, you know, sometimes I get a client who come to see me and they would say, okay, I've got blood pressure and I can work with with that client because I'm trained with special populations. So I'll be able to work. And we sometimes are able to bring the blood pressure down through exercise and diet. But I didn't realize gut health had something to do with it. So that's amazing. Yes, yes. There's certain yeah. ways, like if someone has high blood pressure, we take a look at their foods and see what they're eating. Um, and it can really alter. I, I have, you know, from experience, I've had a few patients that have been on multiple blood pressure medications to manage it. Um, and once we got them on a different diet, eating certain ways, um, they were able to get down to one blood pressure, pressure medication at the lowest dose. And so, you know, it, it does make a big difference as far as how many medications or how high of a dose you're on if you're just eating well. Right. So my next question is, um, people take probiotics. You know, mm-hmm. they may they may just think, oh, you know what, I, I'm I'm feeling a bit bloated, and I, they'll just go to the to the health store and buy some probiotic, or maybe buy a cheaper one at the supermarket, like a yogurt with probiotics in it, uh, or yakult. Yakult is like a morning drink. You know, mm-hmm. um, should we be doing this, or or you know, should we really be coming to see somebody like you and getting some sort? What sort of tests would you run? To, apart from just looking at symptoms, do you run any tests? Yes, yes. So we run a few different types of tests, a couple of different types specific to gut health. Um, I use the GI map by Diagnostic Solutions, and I also use the organic acid tests. So, um, you know, those tests kind of give me a good indication of what kind of bacteria are in the gut, Um, if there's an overgrowth of bad bacteria, overgrowth of yeast, um, because those things can definitely lead to energy, like low energy, uh, brain fog, um, things like that. That's also gut health issues. So I can do those types of tests. And then as far as probiotics go, there are different types of strains that are beneficial. So like for someone who has high yeast, I typically start with like a Saccharomyces boulardii versus um, like a multi-strain probiotic type of thing because I want to start cleaning up the gut before I start inoculating it with the good stuff. Um, So I have a different approach with everything, but that's kind of um, specifically what I do for that scenario. So a client would need to come in what they have is it a blood test or a saliva test or so so we have different types of testing but um the two that i spoke of are stool and urine testing 
Right. So we would need to be able to come to see you. You couldn't do this virtually. Somebody couldn't send something. In, in we, <laughs> we could. We could. I'm not sure how, <laughs> as far as, you know, in, in international, uh, I'm not sure how yeah. we could get those kits over to, but um, here, because I'm in the United States, um, you know, we have been able to ship kits to our patients here in this country and then have them collect the sample at home. And then um, I get the results on my end through a portal uh, from the lab. And then I can virtually meet with the patient and go over the results. Yeah, interesting. So that, that would be good to know because I'm, I'm in London mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, you know, a lot of my clients are in London. And so, It'd be interesting to see if they can send something, you know, through the post. Yeah, I don't know what they'll say at the post office, but <laughs> when they <Yes>. have to... <laughs> um, maybe but, directly yeah. through the lab or something, I would have to kind of investigate that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that'd be good. I mean, uh, you can always let us know. Uh, I think after this, we may do a clubhouse room, and you can let me know, and then I can maybe maybe update this podcast as well, you know, and see. Yeah. You, know, you could let me know. Yeah. My clients can speak to you in the clubhouse room. So, okay. So we'll, we'll find out about that because um, I'm sure people are going to want to get tested. And, you know, I think for me, when I'm working with clients, it's all about testing, you know, testing, working with heart rate. Mm-hmm. Depends how much they want to test, but everything I need to, to see a result, you need to test in the beginning. And, and then go forward so you know where you are so i get why the test is so important rather than self-diagnosing you know right, that's what right. i thought yeah yeah interesting okay so we'll need to find out about that so okay and so once you find out you then you, the, the process is that you use a probiotic to clean up the gut and then you start with a good nutrition and maybe whatever supplements they need is that right yes um so i mean yes so once i get the results you know i'll determine which probiotic would be best um, in their particular condition and what's going on with their specific gut health and then i'll come up with a diet plan um you know if there's too much yeast we go on like a little protocol for a couple of weeks to kill off those yeasts and then I can recommend herbals to help do that as well and then it's really kind of teaching people to kind of really pay attention to what they're eating um Uh I I recently have been working with a patient I have um high candida is a common thing I work with um and candida is a type of yeast um and Uh so you know I've had people go on these diets where they kind of remove certain foods, you know, that are, that break down into simple sugars, which is what candida feeds off of. Um, And so once my patients kind of do that for a little bit, it's not a super long protocol because um, it is very intense. (laughs) So I just kind of do like a short two week protocol with them. And immediately they start saying that they feel better. They're brain fog is clearing up they have more energy and just by doing this for a couple of weeks you can start to notice a difference right so it doesn't take too long to start getting results that's amazing and i've heard of candida for for, for years now uh you know i guess it's from naturopathic doctors that i've spoken to of naturopaths you know that i've said you know 
people have talked about candida but you again you wouldn't know mm -hmm. unless you went for the test yeah mm -hmm. very very interesting i'm wondering if i've got candida <laughs> <laughs> well we can so, always test uh, yeah yeah i think i need to <laughs> so so uh another subject i wanted to ask you about is the thyroid mm -hmm. um because oh, you know i've known people to have goiters on their thyroid and have swollen thyroids or you know have Hashimoto's mm -hmm. uh, disease syndrome or disease I don't know what it's called but people seem to suffer with their thyroid and that's either you know underactive or overactive uh, how do you do you test the thyroid uh, do you work with the thyroid at all yes um, thyroid is one of my areas of focus um, and uh -huh. so I work with hypo as well as hyper thyroid uh -huh. um hypo is the more common one where you know people have a lot of issues with weight they, they just plateau they can't lose weight no matter you know they, they hire a personal trainer and they can't get any results they're like i eat clean all the time and i still don't get any anywhere with it so that's one of the symptoms um constipation dry skin uh, hair falling out. Those are some of the common symptoms of hypothyroidism. Um, and then Hashimoto's is the autoimmune version of hypothyroidism. Right. Um, so I do work with many, many, many patients on that. And we do blood testing for that. So we look at TSH, free T3, free T4, and then I like to use the antibodies to rule out Hashimoto's or Graves' disease, which is the Graves' disease is hyper. Right. So, so they're different. They're completely different things. So, if somebody doesn't have Hashimoto's or Graves' disease, mm -hmm. but they have hypo, uh, they have a is that underactive? They're, they're struggling to lose weight. Yes. Mm -hmm. Again, is it diet? that you use to treat so them. i use a combination of herbs as well as diet um you know with hypo i like to have my patients you know remove goitrogens from their diet which are um you know brussels sprouts broccoli unless they've been cooked they're okay if you eat them cooked but those types of um in that family of foods they're actually going to increase chances, like you said, of goiter, hypothyroidism, things like that. So, um, really, mm -hmm. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I knew I didn't like Brussels sprouts for a reason. So, Brussels sprouts <laughs> can they? <laughs> and I mean, broccoli is probably one of the most common vegetables. Yes, that a personal trainer would, you know, would like say recommend. You know, eat more broccoli. And if somebody has a thyroid problem, that could be making it worse. Well, if they're eating it raw, it's okay if they eat oh. it cooked or, or okay. steamed. But if you're eating just raw broccoli or raw Brussels sprouts, that could be contributing to the hypothyroidism. Ah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So once it's cooked, it's okay. Steamed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh, wow. So, so yeah, herbs and certain foods, and then you retest and you can actually see mm -hmm. the results, mm -hmm. things turn around. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, wow. And when you say no results, uh, do you mean very slow results or actually no results, even though they've done everything? They're not just, they're just not losing. They're weight. just not losing weight. I've had patients come in and they're just, 
they're like, I've been do I've been working with a personal trainer for eight months and I haven't lost a single pound. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That that would so I was just, you know, because when I work with clients, they're all different. It, you know, they all come in at different ages and they've you know, some people have had babies, so their hormones are different, mm-hmm. you know. Uh some haven't or they're just reaching 30 and, and it depends on them and their lifestyles but if I really get to work with them properly and I can prescribe you know three or four sessions a week because I work online with people as well mm-hmm. and 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 track you know look after their diet and help track their diet and shape it over time usually they get results which is good I haven't had anybody that just didn't lose a pound so so yeah I wanted to check yeah just to see like you know <laughs> wow so interesting well yeah I'd be worried yeah yeah well and gut health plays a huge role in this too and I I know I keep coming back to that first topic that we talked about but it's because um I have found that if the microbiome is in imbalance then a lot of the times I struggle to get the results with my patients as well so I I look at it more from a whole person approach than right. you know just the one piece because you could be working on the one piece but there's so many other factors at play you know um you know we've t- we kind of talked about before with um IBS oh. and so a lot of times people have IBS when they have anxiety about something right like they run to the bathroom or something happens and that is because the brain and the gut have a connection um, and a lot of where your thyroid hormones are starting to be made are in the brain. So when you have an imbalance with the thyroid, I automatically start looking at the gut health as well. Oh, wow. Yes, of course. So, so the gut is always the first place to start with. Mm-hmm. And okay, so say you have, you find an imbalance, and you clean up the gut, but they still have anxiety. Uh, do you treat anxiety as well do you do you look at helping people with anxiety because because it it starts with anxiety and then that can trigger but if the gut is healthy will it still trigger in the same way or or do you have to look at the anxiety as well to, to get rid of the whole thing so if the gut is healthy um you know then i look at more from a lifestyle when it comes to anxiety like what is the person what is the individual doing on a day-to-day basis now if they've if they're a ceo of a very big company and they're not taking any time for themselves you know Uh, that may be the source of their anxiety or even you know a tired mom who doesn't get breaks um you know because she just her husband's busy with work or has a very busy job so she doesn't get any time for herself and is taking care of the baby and so even that can lead up to some sense of anxiety. So just kind of, you know, really finding where in the lifestyle can we make changes? Where can we make alterations where, you know, people can take that little time for the lifestyle, whether it's some kind of exercise or breath work or meditation, prayer, expression uh-huh. of gratitude, any of that kind of stuff plays a huge role in anxiety, mental health and gut health. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in all of that breathing breath work I've just started to look into that a little bit more um, and I've, mm-hmm. I've been into actually uh, into university into university where they looked at 
the brain, you know, images of the brain and, and how breathing activates the part of the brain, which basically helps us to focus. And, and you know, and so focus, you know, with the breathing is huge. And I also had my heart rate monitor on and I, I meditated one day and left it on by mm -hmm. accident. And when I finished my meditation, I looked down and I saw that I had my heart rate monitor on. And my heart rate had gone down to 45 beats per minute, which I could never get it to do, you know, like if. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's usually 58, 59, or maybe 60, you know, on a good day if I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. but, but never 45. You know, no matter how much I try to get that down to 45, I wouldn't be able to, you know, if I lay down and try to relax or whatever, it's, it's never 45. But after meditation, it had really slowed down and uh, it was a pure fluke. You know, I, I have to try it again to see if, if it, if it works, but yeah, but had, yeah, you'll have to let me know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can see how that really, you know, will put you into that parasympathetic nervous system and get rid of the stress, you know? So yeah. Interesting. So, so without, so I'm just trying to put this puzzle together without good gut health, and you only, if any of you are just meditating and you're doing other stuff, it's still not the whole piece of the puzzle. You need the good gut health too. And then and then if you have had thyroid problems because of the gut health, you need to work on all of it. Um, yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of look at my first approach is always lifestyle changes, diet, nutrition, lifestyle changes. Are you moving? Are you hydrating? you know, those kinds of things. And then, you know, in addition with the testing, we can determine what other additional support the patient would need. Um, but ultimately it does come down to what are you eating and what is your lifestyle like? What's your sleep hygiene like? That's huge. Um, so, you know, those are the kinds of things that we work on uh, when I work on with my patients. Oh, tell me a little bit about sleep hygiene. <laughs> yes <laughs> I mean you know it's it's a huge th thing because I mean you know here in America you know people are just go 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 we kind of live in this society I'm sure worldwide it's kind of become like this um, but like you know there there's always you know, with the technology that we have now I mean people are always on their cell phones yeah. um, we're being exposed to blue light through screens computers i mean with the start of the pandemic like everyone started working more from home and so you know people are on their computer or laptop or cell phone about eight hours a day for work and then after work's done you know people are scrolling through social media or yeah. <laughs> whatever you know you know and so our lives have become kind of attached to these devices. And I do believe that that can affect our sleep hygiene because not only are we being exposed to that blue light all day, but then there's that constant stimulation from whatever we've been doing, whether it's work or, or social or, or whatnot. And so I think it does affect our sleep um, and just making sure that people take time to unwind and, and, unplug for a little bit and and make a routine is very important because um again coming back to gut yeah. health things like melatonin are our neurotransmitters like melatonin are made in our gut and so if we don't have gut health that can impact our sleep as well wow 
I didn't know that. So, so I, I totally get it. I mean, a few years ago, people would notice how everybody was just on their phones all the time. It was the thing people would comment. Now they don't even notice. Everybody's on their phones, whether it's a meeting, whether you're visiting people. Right. Yeah, everybody <laughs> just does it now. It's like forever, you know. And even if, even like my wife and I, if we're watching TV, you know, it's a huge screen, and then you've got the phone. We've both got a phone next to us, and you're right as soon as something finishes one of us is scrolling or looking you know and and actually mm -hmm. we have a tv in our bedroom so um and my wife likes to have that on as she goes to sleep which is blue light more blue light she has mm -hmm. a problem sleeping as well so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i was talking to a client because many clients do have problems sleeping especially um as they get a little bit older you know into their 60s and stuff they, they, they mm -hmm. find it difficult. And I guess it's to do with a lot of things like hormone, hormonal changes. And... Oh, yeah. The body changes a lot as we age. And so there's a lot of contributing factors to that. You know, of course, taking a look at the hormones and, and gut, um, as well as just just regular lifestyle hygiene kind of thing, too. And Yeah. It's a combination. Combination. So... so... <laughs> Um, I guess, I mean, we only, we've talked about thyroid and but I guess you look at all the hormones. You look at estrogen and testosterone and you test all the, yeah. Yes. You do. Mm -hmm. And so again, through supplementation and, and nutrition, we can balance, you can balance mm -hmm. it all. And so what I've got from this is that you really need to test. You cannot guess any of this stuff because how do you know? You just, you don't. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, we can't, even as practitioners, we can't guess. I mean, you know, I may have a good idea of this is maybe the direction it's heading um, based on someone's symptoms, but I would, I would prefer and always feel more comfortable to have results in front of me and say, hey, this is exactly what's going on. This is what the report shows, and this is how I think we should proceed based on my knowledge. Uh, and do you work with regular MDs as well, medical doctors? Do you I, I have a few that we refer back and forth to. My husband actually is an MD. Right. And so, um, you know, him and I have referred some patients back and forth between us um, as well as just a few others. So, yeah, um, we're actually, yeah. So, it, you know, it, it, it does help because I can't prescribe medications and things in the state that I practice. Right. Um, so if someone comes in with a UTI that's a little too far gone and they need an antibiotic, that's not something I would be able to do for them. And they would need to have somebody, a primary care doctor who could do that sure. for them. What state are you in? Which state? I'm in North, North Carolina. Carolina. Okay. All right. So um, is there anything else that you, you wanted to talk, speak on that we haven't mentioned? You, you know, we've got I don't want to keep too much of your time. We've got to keep it to about half an hour. So just about there. Anything else that you'd like to, maybe we could speak on another time or, uh, or is there any books that you'd like to recommend or any good reading? No, but... Um, As far as reading goes, I mean, you know, there's always a ton of information out there. I don't have anything offhand that I can recommend right away, but maybe we can kind of follow up on that on another topic or another day and um no I think we covered a lot um just wanted to kind of you know touch 
I just want to touch on one thing as far as naturopathic doctors go. Um, so the state that I practice uh-huh. in, I cannot um, do any prescription medications or anything like that. But that that varies state by state. So um, prior to this, I was practicing in Arizona and I had a DEA license and I could prescribe. Um, so depending on the state you live in, the naturopathic doctor may be able to do those uh-huh, things. Right. Okay, well, this has been so interesting and uh, it, it has given me a great, much more insight into health or overall health, you know, not just weight loss or, you know, how people feel. And because so many people, I think, walk around and they get used to it, whether it's back pain or foggy heads or bloating or mm-hmm. IBS, they li- literally live with it, you know, and if they, don't come and see somebody like you they may just take something from the chemist or like I said just be like that for years you know um and that's not the way to be we should be able to feel good healthy you know like we do on holiday that's the way I always think you know like right right you know when you're on holiday and you've de-stressed and you and you know if you if you're lucky you know that there's you've got no health problems you suddenly feel alive you know and, and really good you know yeah. <laughs> you know if you get away from yeah. so true it's so true <laughs> it's the stress yeah right? <laughs> and, and and i think that that's how we should feel all the time and I, and I feel that in the lockdown we have a lot of us have been forced into that you know we've got more time we've got more time it's not such a race anymore you know so exactly yeah, i wonder if that will carry on so that is the silver lining right yeah that is especially for me i i, I i'm not going to go back to going just being full-on i'm going to take time to meditate and do all the things i want to do you know myself yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Well, well, thank you so much for your time. And if people want to find you, contact you, how can they do that? Yes. Um, so, yes, we have a website, www.charlottenaturalwellness.com. Mm-hmm. And if anyone is interested to speak with me further, then we do offer a complimentary 15-minute phone consultation, which they can book through the website. Charlotte Natural Therapy, is that right? Did you say? No, charlottenaturalwellness.com. Okay. Okay, brilliant. And and what about uh, social media? Are you, which social media sites are you on? Yes. Yes. I have Instagram, dr.monicavagella uh-huh. is my Instagram. And then um, I'm also on Clubhouse and um, in LinkedIn and Twitter. Right. <laughs> I have all of them. Fantastic. <laughs> so they can find you. Great. That sounds really good. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it and your expertise. And thank you for having me. You're thank welcome. You. And I shall speak to you soon. Sounds good. Thank Thanks, you, Mark. Monica. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. I hope you enjoyed that. If you're not connected with me on social media, come and connect. I'm on on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse, all under Mark R Fitness, at Mark R Fitness. Uh, Come and find me there. I'd love to connect with you guys. And if you're not receiving this uh, podcast through my newsletter, 
then what are you waiting for? Come sign up to my newsletter. You can do that by going to markrfitness.com. There's two ways, either sign up for my breakfast menu or look for the 14 day free plan. Uh, I'm running a 14 day free workout plan that you can do at home. And either way, if you sign up to either one of those, you'll uh, receive my newsletter where you'll get my podcast weekly, uh, any industry news I think is relevant, as well as any offers for myself. So I look forward to connecting with you guys there and I shall catch you all soon.